Okay, so the planes have been aligned, oh, and we are ready. We are ready to start the podcast. Lord, give me strength. How are you? Laptopy. Laptopy. Yes. <laughs> so uh, today's episode is going to be on Vedran ranting about how laptops don't have all the different uh, externals that they used to have. They don't have the connectors. Basically, they suck and uh, people are not getting what they're paying for. So, after the, after the intro, we are going to see and hear what do we like about the laptops, what we don't like about the laptops, how to choose one, and when you are choosing one, what to look out for. So, please roll the intro. Okay, I have a small correction to make. What if the planes weren't aligned? No, the planes were aligned all the time. That's not that's never a problem, at least for me. Uh, I'm not going to rant about anything, and I'm not going to talk about how laptops suck. I'm not going to talk about anything like that. That's just your standard uh, bad I'm... technical marketing, which you know and love. Okay, I'm just I'm just going to leave this uh, in the air, and then we'll see what is going to happen in the next one one hour. <laughs> Basically, we uh, the last episode uh, kind of put us in the mood, uh, and we had a discussion about that uh, to create like a triumphant uh, like a tri- triumvirate of uh, uh, episodes about, uh, as the previous uh, episode uh, kind of hinted about how to uh, choose between the laptop versus a desktop person, in a sense, or are you one or the other? And then we wanted to go into the topic of how to, uh, let's say, uh, use laptop for something or other, whatever. And that was the previous episode. And this one is supposed to be about our laptop experiences and perhaps how to choose one that you might find uh, to be useful. Because... Oftentimes, when you're buying a laptop, you are going to be uh, in the same trouble as a lot of other people, and that trouble is how to actually select the correct one for your specific usage model. And for that purpose, I asked Yasmin to prepare something which I'm sure he hasn't done, which is always awesome, which is the uh, I wanted to talk about our laptop histories and kind of derive something from that. So there is a a method to my madness uh, today. And I fully expect and encourage you, by the way, to dunk on me uh, somewhere after I'm done with the intro part, when, I, uh, when I'm done with the discussion about the laptops that I used over whatever past 20 years or so, because you will feel the need to do that, and I encourage you to do it, okay? Okay. That's never going to be a problem, right? <laughs> No, 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 but this wasn't even an option. So uh, the, the, there was an option of me, me not just uh, pointing out what you did wrong. Mm-hmm. But um, I did prepare for my, uh, for my part because uh, my The planes are not aligned anymore. It's done. No, no, no. no. The, the problem is that my, uh, my uh, laptop uh, past is pretty straightforward. Okay. I basically bought a ThinkPad, then bought another ThinkPad, then got an HP. Uh, it was, I think, it was pre-Elite Book days, so it was one of the i7s uh, from the pre-Elite Books days. And then 
I stuck with the ThinkPads. So it's just the different models of ThinkPads. First, I started with the uh, R models, then I switched over to the T models, and then right now I'm uh, using whatever is available uh, as a second-hand uh, laptop. And I have a MacBook Air that is the last uh, laptop that I got. So uh, maybe it's eight or nine laptops in total for the last 25 odd years. And uh, I didn't stray much uh, from the ThinkPad uh, from the ThinkPad uh, lineup. Mm -hmm. So we can talk about ThinkPads all the day, but uh, I'm just going to say that I like the HP, but the ThinkPads are much better. Oh really? Okay, give me please give me a short course in why. A keyboard. That's the only Same. reason. See, yes. Uh, okay, the only reason. Uh, more or less, what I want from a laptop is a keyboard that is a decent one. I want to have my keyboard to. Uh, uh, I want to have the ability to actually type fast. I want decent keys that are not just uh, uh, short uh, this uh, short travel keys that are intended first and foremost to be uh, small, and then mm -hmm. they are intended for typing. So I want my keyboard to work. Uh, and the other thing was that ThinkPads, when I was buying them way back then, were designed with one idea in mind, and this is that the laptop should be working as a laptop, whatever you do to it. So uh, ThinkPads were the first one, if you remember the design criteria for the ThinkPad, mm -hmm. uh, when they said that you should be able to pick up one uh, for whatever part you're lifting it up, and it shouldn't bend and it shouldn't break. So you can, today you can just uh, get a ThinkPad and lift it by the lid and you are not going to break the, the screen. And this is not the case with all the laptops that are right now on the market. So I just like that, uh, like the ThinkPads, uh, I was just, you, you could say that I was uh, faithful to the brand. But uh, other than the, I think it was 15 or oddish years ago, when the ThinkPad was actually uh, sold by uh, sold by IBM to Lenovo, or more more precisely spun ago. off to spun, spun off to Lenovo, mm -hmm. they had a couple of years when they were uh, they had some troubles with the quality and they couldn't find themselves when the re uh, they tried some redesigns and so on, but uh, eventually they just understood that the problem is not the ThinkPad, the problem is them. So they just uh, went around, redesigned the laptop to be as close as the old one, all ThinkPads as it could, they could be. And that's, that's it. That's it. I'm just, um, look, I'm simple. I'm looking for a decent working machine because my uh, killer app is usually a web browser and Word. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I don't game. Okay. Um... Actually, if I was to go a little bit further back in the past, I remember uh, my dad had a, a 286 Toshiba many, many moons ago. This was actually the first laptop that I worked on. But I also had a chance to work, in terms of the laptops that I uh, could use, uh, he also had a ThinkPad T model. You remember those in early 2000s? Yes. They were indestructible and super yes. expensive. Yeah. Yes. And... But personally, I, I have free ThinkPads secondhand as well, but they are a side story to my story, uh, to, at least from uh, my perspective of laptop usage, generally speaking. 
because they are just tools for one specific job, which is Red Hat exams. So I only use them for that, and that's that. And I have free because at times I have to provide free exams in one day, and it's simpler to have free laptops than uh, than to redeploy it for every exam and lose time, and uh, of course the uh, the exam at the time. So that's non-topic for me. I generally agree with you. ThinkPads are really good. So no no argue from me. He, uh, the second-hand ones, which we tend to buy, uh, because of the fact that they are, uh, let's say, eight or so years old, I actually have one that's even more, even older than that, uh, they usually f uh, fall within the same criteria that I use for all of the laptops in terms of the amount of expendability that they should have, and they're really good for that as well. They're, ThinkPads are among the best for that. And uh, I must uh, add two things to this. Mm -hmm. First, uh, not only that they are expendable, uh, but they are uh, uh, the amount of spare parts and the parts in general for the ThinkPads available on the secondhand market, uh, eBay or whatever, is huge. Just like so, just like HP servers. Yes. So if you want to if you want to upgrade your laptop, so for example, you get uh, I don't know a T four twenty. And uh, you want to upgrade it, you, you are able to buy uh, cheap screens, you are able to buy cheap keyboards, you are able to buy uh, caddies, you are able to buy basically everything that, that can be upgraded in the laptop. So a lot of people are buying them simply for the spare parts. Mm -hmm. um, and the price for some of the laptops is uh, jokingly, uh, jokingly low. Because uh, sometimes a laptop with a power supply costs less than the power supply itself. Yeah. So, so the, uh, these are just uh, no-brainers when it comes to old laptops. Uh, and if you are looking for a laptop, and this is the first hint, if you are looking for the laptop just to uh, browse the internet, you are going to have to just pay attention not to use the Chrome. You're, if you are looking for a laptop to browse the internet and for some light work, uh, you can get away with spending $150 or so and have a laptop that is going to be more than decent for the job. Mm -hmm. I, have a, I have a side question, but go on if you have anything. Yes, yes. and, and the, the other thing is that uh, my uh, laptop history is uh, directly connected to what I said in the last episode. I'm not the laptop guy. Mm -hmm. uh, when I was working in the uh, in the magazine, I had two machines in the office, two machines at home, so two desktops, and uh, I spent, uh, I would say, a negligible amount of time uh, uh, walking around without a laptop or without a machine available to me. Mm -hmm. And if I needed to do something, there was always the... Uh, test machines that we had in the lab so I could borrow one and do something if I wanted to do it and this is what I did okay. so I got my fair share of trying out the Shiba's um, Tandy's yeah. if you remember those yes I do um, HP's uh, Asus um, Acer's and so on and so on and so on okay so basically every laptop under the sun but I didn't for, for example a Shiba uh, Toshiba satellite mm -hmm. It's an amazing laptop with a crappy keyboard. Okay. And I didn't like it. I tried it. I had experience with it. I was using it for a couple of weeks. And then I decided that this, this, this wasn't my laptop. It was a test laptop. Mm -hmm. And I decided that I just don't like the keyboards. Okay. We are going to have some disagreements there, but a little bit later. But I do have a okay. side question. 
Uh, and please don't treat this side question as me teasing you because that's not what it's intended, intended to be, uh, at least yet. Uh, you need a decent keyboard, which has a little bit of travel and has a little bit of response or resistiveness. And then you go out and buy, uh, uh, get to the company to buy a MacBook Air. What's the reasoning for that? Uh, the reasoning for MacBook Air was something completely different. Okay. And uh, the reasoning for that is that I'm not writing as, a, as, a, as much as I used to do. And I wanted a laptop that is going to be small, light, and that is going to boot immediately. So I wanted the laptop to be available when I, want, when I need it because I just wanted to be able to, be, to read a quick email, respond to a quick email, and uh, MacBook Air's uh, uh, keyboard is not as good as ThinkPads. But at the same time, it's uh, way better than uh, typing on the screen on the, of, a, of a small phone. So I just, I just want some kind of a keyboard. And, and just, but but was, uh, was the battery life a part of the discussion as well? Yes, 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 yes. Because I wanted to have a device that I don't need to think about. I don't need to think about the battery life. I don't need to think about the, uh, how, I'm going, how I'm going to go out of the sleep, uh, to sleep and so on. And I can just plug it in once a week. I can use it throughout the week and then I can just uh, open it when I need it, uh, work for 10 minutes or 15 minutes, close it, put it in my uh, backpack and that's it. Okay. So the diff completely different usage scenario. Okay. Because right now when I'm using a laptop, I'm usually, usually using it to either answer an email or just check on something through SSH or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I'm not, my main, my main uh, driver is not writing. Mm -hmm. Back way then, my main driver was actually sitting and writing uh, yeah, documents. Just like me. And it, so I, I had to spend seven, eight, nine hours while, while writing. So I rarely did it in, uh, on the laptop. But when I did, I wanted to have a decent keyboard. Uh, MacBook Air wouldn't be it. Yeah, this is, but, this, is, this is where our usage cases actually started to differ. I mean, uh, back then uh, when we did the, this previous job, we were, uh, let's say, in contact more business than, let's say, socially. That was those years after. Yes. And everything. But um, my usage case then started to revolve around laptops because of some reasons. One of them was because the way in which uh, the uh, magazine production works, which you know to great detail, just like me. And we had a, a graphical part of the of the company who you, they used to have to do a lot of you know graphical editing and whatnot. Yes, we used to use Quark Express whatnot, and it was a big trouble for me uh, because the only time when I had as an editor to do my editing job was after hours, and as a result of that, luckily enough, I the, my my dad was always very responsive to these sorts of situations, and I was lucky enough that he. Uh, always could spare some money and call somebody and uh, get some some stuff. Uh, he bought me uh, a white uh, MacBook that I'm going to mention a little bit later, and we set it up for Quark and everything. And then my part of the of the company, which was lab related, so it was only computer hardware related, we had our own machine that we could use any, at any time, and that sped up our process for all of the stuff that we needed to do in production by a lot. This is where my initial let's say, a business usage of the laptops started, okay? Yes, because uh, what, what I did in the magazine, I actively avoided having to do the DTV part. So I wasn't doing the editing uh, when it comes to graphics and so on. I had people to, uh, that did it and I needed um, large screens to be able to see what they did. 
So I was mainly just being a viewer and we were using the InDesign mostly and the InDesign, we were first using a Quark and then, then we switched over to InDesign and we were using InDesign just, uh, uh, basically I had, a, I had a, uh, it was a companion program to InDesign that was called But something. you were using it remotely as well, I know you were talking about this. Yes, because we had a, we had a, uh, an amazing application that was created here in Croatia that enabled me to uh, design and work on my magazine completely remotely through the web interface. Mm -hmm. I had to I had to have uh, InDesign viewer, however the name was was it, uh, installed. But I could uh, edit the magazine, see all the texts, get the texts um, uh, put into the DTP and. Uh, 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 designed and put on the pages mm -hmm. and then I could just check on the pages do corrections do everything else remotely mm -hmm. so what I needed was a laptop that was quick to display a lot of pages mm -hmm. yeah so this this is where our use cases little by little started to differ but even back then uh, because I was doing a lot of press conferences I did a lot of traveling and whatnot for that purpose also uh, different laptop of course the the white ibook wasn't wasn't really the the ultimate uh, you know laptop for that this is where i started using some laptops and uh, as a present i also got my first uh really big desktop replacement laptop at that time but the the, the this is a topic that uh, i will cover as i go through the history of the of the notebooks that i have and also one other thing because of the fact that the next episode is going to be similar to this one but the topic is going to be on the desktops Yes. Uh, you, I think that whatever I say today, uh, and that's the reason why you're probably going to uh, feel the need to dunk on me a little bit, which is perfectly reasonable, and I understand why, and I'm still going to be as crazy as always uh, about the use case that I do. When you hear the, the history that I had with desktops, I think you're going to want to give me a slap in the face. Uh, no. You're going to see what I'm talking about when we record that episode, because uh, I was way crazier. Uh, on desktops that you could possibly imagine but that's a topic for another day so do you want to add bef something before i start or do you want me to start uh just go and start but uh, try to be try to be concise because we are 20 minutes in and <laughs> we need to do some general recommendations not the uh, ma making of a veteran, veteran laptop uh, life story. I am going to be as short as possible, and it's 18 minutes in, and I'm actually counting, so it's okay. Okay. Basically, uh, so um, I'm starting with my first laptop that was actually mine, which was Dell Latitude C800. This was uh, 2001 or something. Uh, I actually uh, got that uh, laptop as a, as an exchange because one of the customers of the music shop that I used to work for uh, offered an exchange for my synthesizer for that, and the laptop was way more expensive than than the keyboard because I got it as a, uh, half as present, half as a different type of present and whatnot. I paid almost nothing for it. It had mobile Pentium free, uh, and this was the computer that I mentioned in the. Uh, Windows Server episode when we were discussing uh, uh, using Windows servers. Uh, this is the laptop that I used to run Windows 2000 Server Advanced on okay. for years. It had DVD-ROM, had some kind of an ATI card, uh, but the kicker of that laptop, actually, the reason why I had it, uh, I actually got the 
uh, what uh, could be construed as the uh, docking station with it as well. But uh, docking stations are a different topic. I'm not going to cover that today at all. Uh, the kicker is that it had uh, S-Video, VGA, PS2, parallel, serial, line-out, line-in, microphone, video-in, video-out, um, the IRDA port for infrared communication, floppy and okay. optical drive, and it had USB. If you count all that, that's something like 15 ports, which was crazy, and that laptop was overheating like nothing you've ever seen, but it was still working properly. And I used that laptop all the way until I started. So after I finished college, I started working for the for the computer magazine. And that's when I, as a present from, from my dad, I got the first Toshiba. Okay. Uh, the Toshiba that I got was a Satellite P20 uh, S200, S203, which was a super big, extra heavy desktop replacement in red and silver colors. And the, this is... Uh, something like Pentium Free Zero or something like that with a gigabyte of memory, 80, 80 gigabyte hard disk, whatnot. It had Windows XP Media Center Edition. I don't know if you ever used yes, that Yes, I remember. One. Did, you, uh, did, it have, did it also have uh, a remote control for the... Yes. The, it was, was that one? Yes. That had the remote control for the laptop. Yeah, and so for the TV actually... tuner. Yes, you could actually you could actually put the laptop on the uh, on the uh, table and just remotely control, control it through uh, infra infrared infrared control. Correct. I remember one of those because I have one of those upstairs. Mm -hmm. um, I had a colleague of mine who was uh, he was an architect, mm -hmm. and he completely managed to completely break his one, and uh, he gave it to uh, gave it to me, and and I resurrected part of it because the screen is all, uh, all, uh, still broken, but. I remember that it had uh, um, infrared uh, remote control, and the control was itself was like TV size. It some... was super big. It was yes, like... and it was yeah. No, no, no. The the laptop itself is no, it no, was... no. The, the remote control was like a TV remote control with gazillion buttons. Yes, but the, the reason was because they had uh, plenty of space inside and outside of the laptop because its the laptop itself was the size of a small uh, dining table. Yeah, it was. Uh, so uh, it had. And, and I'm following along with the team. So it had, uh, as you can see on my on my, uh, on my shared screen, it had multimedia uh, buttons at the front of the laptop for playback, you know, play, stop, fast forward, whatnot. And the the port uh, or the, the part of the device that's below those keys is actually the IRDA port as well. It had the uh, DVD-ROM. Uh, the left part was the replaceable module that I think it could host a battery or a floppy or a TV tuner. I had all of the above as, as spares. I still have that TV tuner somewhere in one of the tables because I actually sold this laptop way later to somebody who really, really wanted to have it. It's I think it's still working to this day. It's 20 years old, but that person didn't want the TV tuner for, for a variety of reasons. But uh, again, let's go into uh, the significant details when you go to the left-hand side. So this is a laptop that already had wireless. This was a desktop okay. uh, Pentium Free Zero, by the way, of those uh, super important netburst generations that was really hot. So it had the on-off key for the wireless. It had free uh, uh, audio ports, lining microphone, and the output also had the volume control physical one okay. which nowadays no laptop has 
On the back, it was network card, parallel port, two USBs, VGA port, and on the right-hand side, even more. Uh, so, so S-Video 2 PCM, uh, PC card ports. Uh, it had an analog modem, two USBs, and FireWire. So it had absolutely everything you could possibly think of. And I loved this laptop for the fact that it had all of those ports and for one other reason, which is more than obvious. This was capable of, uh, and it had the SD port as well. This was capable of playing anything, DVD, whatnot, doesn't, didn't really care. And it had uh, the, 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 these, the speakers that it had were loud as hell. You could have thrown in a party with, with that laptop yes, with yes, no yes, external no, but, amplification. But, but... But let, let me stop you just for the, for a little bit there and mm -hmm. uh, just make a point there. Okay. Uh, this was the time when people who were designing laptops uh, decided that uh, the laptops are going to be all-around devices. Correct. So they, they, they wanted, they always created, all the, all the companies had, except uh, IBM, all the companies uh, try to create and do all, do everything laptop. Desktop replacement, this, as we the, called the, it. But not the desktop replacement, uh, the normal desktop replacement. The gaming desktop replacement with everything, all the bells and whistles. Yeah. So they, uh, because the, the, the expandability wasn't there, they had to include everything in the original package. So they had a single model that usually had uh, tuners, that had uh, speakers, that had... Um, JBL, uh, I think that this one had JBL speakers, if I, if I remember correctly. It was the best speakers ever on a laptop, at least as far as I know uh, in my in my life. I actually got the, uh, the successor to this laptop uh, years later, Cosmio. You remember those as well. They, those were also yes. big desktop replacements, but I'm going to mention this a little bit later. Yeah, it was a party machine. I loved that laptop, although it was heavy as hell. And the, the brick for it was even heavier. Yes, I think that uh, it was back back when then when the uh, some of the laptops uh, had a battery that we were uh, we jokingly called the UPS. Yes. Because it, it wasn't there uh, to power the laptop while you were working, it was there to uh, power the laptop while you were searching for the next outlet to connect it to. Yeah, this battery lasted for twenty minutes tops if you were running the laptop on it and if you were doing anything. Uh, resource intensive like watching a dvd or something 20 minutes you are lucky and the other thing is that uh people didn't uh didn't weren't bothered with the idea of a laptop uh be as heavy as 3.7 or 4 kilos exactly and then and then having a brick that was also a kilo and a half or uh, two kilos exactly correct so i'm not going to i'm not going to go and uh, translate this into pounds but I, I am. <laughs> Let me judge the uh, six kilos to pounds. That's like 15 pounds or so, I think. Yes, 13. Yeah. So so basically 13 pounds for a laptop and with then all the extra, accessories. extra six or seven for the brick. No, no, but I'll, I'll, I'll call it six kilograms for everything yeah, uh, okay. together. And then including the including the uh, uh, a case, because you had to carry had a case, not a normal backpack. Backpack. Because the letter itself was too big, mm -hmm. so you had to have a special briefcase for it. So we are talking about seven or eight kilos in total. Yeah, just for the laptop and the mouse and everything else. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, what I liked about the laptops from that era was not only that they c could do everything mm -hmm. the desktop could, they also had decent uh, graphic cards. Yes, 
because when they uh, decided to, the, to put the graphic card in, they, uh, the graphic cards that are right now energy efficient and so on and so on weren't available. Yeah, you couldn't get you you could get a normal graphic card that was uh, also available on the desktop for the laptop. Yeah, so with the discrete card actually meant a card that that would be close enough or similar, pretty similar to the one you get on the desktop. Yeah, and and the other thing, the laptop uh, designers weren't afraid to experiment. Correct. So you you could have you could buy a desktop with a trackball. Mm-hmm. You could buy you could buy a desktop that had um, the trackpad uh, on the left on the right uh, of the keyboard. Uh, you could buy trackpad a decent... and trackpoint and the mouse or whatever the weird combinations. There are a lot of those. Yes. Uh, also, the wireless could be turned on and off with the, uh, with the key. Uh, physical switch with the physical switch. Yeah, just like on this laptop. So the usually it had uh, dedicated switches for uh, turning the volume on and off, uh, on and off, and uh, up and down. Mm-hmm. So it was it was way back then when people thought that uh, these devices should also be also be devices, not only a hardware device, but also a device that is able to do the multimedia, do the gaming, uh, t- gaming, and so on, and so on. So the laptops were designed with the different in a different state of mind yeah and actually i would call that the way in which laptops should be designed okay okay we we, we can we we can we can talk about that later but yes okay next one is actually right here above me so it's on okay. this speaker this is the dell xps the, i think one of the first versions m uh uh, okay. This laptop I got in 2008 or something like that. But uh, So this is the, uh, let's say, original version of the wannabe laptop that uh, that later on became the idea of the slim laptop, of the laptop that you are talking nowadays as MacBook Air or whatever. This was one of the first models that had that in mind. But when you look at that computer, so it has VGA output, gigabit ether, uh, ether, or, uh, 100, gig, 100 megabit Ethernet back then. USB, HDMI, FireWire, uh, another set of USB ports, optical device built-in, slot-in, express card slot, headphones, microphone port, and the card reader, and it has, uh, just like you you mentioned earlier, um, uh, so in the place of the uh, express card slot, it doesn't have a plastic cover. It has a small remote control, which is really usable as well, if you want it to be. And actually, so this laptop now, is 15 years old it still works okay again uh, designed in the era in which people were you know thinking about the design and everything else it still works okay battery is not in its best state but still and it still had that thing that both you and i sometimes mentioned that we miss which was you know eyeling firewire thingy and actually while we're on the topic of that uh, i took the liberty to take this laptop down i mean it's still in pretty freaking good shape for a 15-year-old laptop. And I cannot even begin to tell you all of the stories of how much abuse it took. And it's a 13-inch laptop. I mean, it's not like something big and it's not five kilos or something like that. Coincidentally, this was also the first laptop that uh, I used uh, uh, for, let's say, Everything that I used to do in the, let's say, editing business or in the uh, journalistic business, but also it was the first laptop that I upgraded 
both in terms of memory and the first laptop that I used with an SSD. And back then when uh, this laptop uh, was, uh, or came out, or however you want to call it, SSDs were basically starting. And they were difficult to get, and they were super expensive, if you remember those days. So it is what it is. But it still had, you know, HDMI port and everything that I needed. And I was very happy with it, as I am today. I still have some some kind of Windows uh, thing on it. It works really well for certain things that I do. And after that, uh, because I started doing a lot of my music production, this was the time when I bought my first uh, MacBook Pro. It was the uh, aluminum version of the early 2008 model with T uh, T9300 CPU or something like that. Uh, NVIDIA graphics card, four gigabytes of memory. It had everything that I needed. And also in terms of, the, and this is a, an Apple lesson now, it had Express card, gigabit Ethernet, wireless, Bluetooth free, USB ports, FireWire 400, FireWire 800, audio line-in, optical digital audio in shared port, headphone out and DV out. Basically, it had an incredible amount of ports. And the only thing that it didn't have was USB free, because this was USB 2, uh, let's say, era. Uh, but uh, exactly at that time, USB 3 was standardized and started becoming really popular. So a year later, I got an Express card uh, USB 3 zero controller with two ports, and I used that ever since. So that laptop is still alive. I actually sold it to a friend, and we talked recently, and he said that he still has it and it is working. This was the replaceable battery, uh, last replaceable uh, battery version of the MacBook, which also took all over the world. Uh, I had three batteries for it, and I remember traveling from uh, Zagreb to Munich, and then from Munich to San Francisco to uh, one of the NVIDIA conferences. And with those three batteries, I didn't even spend all of them. I did music production from Munich until I landed in San Francisco. I still had almost one full battery left. This is uh, back, back way then when you still had the chance to replace the batteries. Yeah, you know, smart asses at Apple. And actually... Uh, Right around that time, next time when I went to uh, to US after that uh, after that specific conference, uh, I went uh, with this Dell, and I went there with the intent of buying another Toshiba. This is where I bought my first and last Cosmia, which was again big desktop replacement, whatnot. But uh, there are multiple reasons why I bought it. But the, the important part of that story is actually something that made me acutely aware of the difference of how people in the U.S. and how uh, us less than lucky people here in the now European Union, back then we were just an isolated country outside of the European Union, how different the approach of the market towards us is. And uh, I got that laptop, I'm going to describe to you what it is, for $1,500 in Zagreb, okay. uh, the same laptop with less memory, slower CPU, and uh, lousier optical device, uh, was 120% more expensive. I bought the, the version of that laptop that had, you know, it has all of the ports, USB, microphone, line out, gigabit Ethernet, eSATA port even. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. Okay. USB, HDMI, iLink, it had a mixed Blu-ray HD DVD device. Okay. And the one that they were selling here in Zagreb only had DVD. So that's a big difference in terms of the price and everything else. I bought that in January 2010 or something like that. It was 18.4-inch Cosmio X505. 
And I sold that later on to a friend. Again, we talked recently, and he said he's still using it, which I find difficult to believe, but it, uh, it is what it is. And this was my last PC laptop that I bought until I bought the XPS that you know, the, the one that I used for many of, many, many of the episodes that we recorded. Because in the meantime, I only bought MacBook Pros because they were the only devices that I could rely on for the stuff that I had to do which was uh, a lot of multimedia work, a lot of uh, you know external sound cards, whatnot, uh, graphic, uh, graphical stuff and whatnot. And I also mentioned in the previous episode that I had a brief encounter uh, of a MacBook Pro with external GPU that you uh, kindly lent to me and whatnot. And I, I gave up that very, uh, very soon afterwards and got the, the Nook. Uh, and that's a topic for a different top episode. And actually... Yesterday, when I was thinking about this uh, timeline, I also realized that my XPS is going to be five years old in a, uh, in a couple of weeks. I bought it roughly around Christmas, uh, in uh, so five years ago, in 2018. Uh, that laptop, and I had multiple people around me buying it in various guises. Uh, that laptop... It wasn't really a good companion uh, for me, uh, unlike the XP, the first XPS that I got, and I kind of bought it on the wings of that as well. I had to change the battery twice. Recent, uh, the most recent uh, uh, occurrence of that was last year. Ba batteries were very bad for that laptop for some reason, and batteries are known not to work pr for any kind of prolonged amount of time. And the later versions of the, those smaller XPSs. I have at least two clients that uh, have them still today. They uh, replaced the motherboard at least a couple of times already. So, uh, a couple of them replaced the screen with the camera as well. And mine uh, has also some problems with Thunderbolt, which is a reoccurring theme in many computers, actually, because the Thunderbolt and USB-C connector as such is not necessarily something that leads to long-term quality and, uh, you know, something that's going to work very well. So uh, when I went with that uh, knock that I bought uh, when uh, COVID started, most of the problems that I had in terms of the work that I needed to do actually went away. So my uh, the end part of that journey actually ended up with me having something that uh, resembled a desktop machine. But I think that you can actually find uh, the theme that keeps on repeating itself in everything that I just told you. Basically, my use case has always been generally speaking exactly the same i always needed a laptop that's a desktop replacement that's i that's what i th think uh, it boils down to when you really look into this and that's the reason for most of the problems that i have with laptops although i keep sticking with them and keep trying to make them work for me uh, at the era in which the laptop design sucks ass as we described in one of the previous uh, very popular episodes but the thing that this was, this is the thing that uh, we need to talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, back way then, uh, you had a PC, a PC as an idea. Uh, a PC had extremely limited uh, options when it came to different configurations. Mm -hmm. You had you had a couple of uh, processors. By couple, I mean three or four kinds. Uh, when the laptop start, laptop started, mm -hmm. and. Uh, it took a while because before you had uh, mobile versions of the processors. So the first generation of the processors in the laptops were the same processors that you would get on a desktop. So the idea of a desktop replacement was normal. 
Uh-huh. And people said, okay, uh, the desktop replacement is going to be just like this. Uh, it's going to be a desktop packaged in a laptop case. Uh, if you remember the back way then in 2000s, 2000, uh, 2002, 3, 4, uh, we even went as far as having uh, two optical uh, drives in the same laptops. Yes. So this is something that, because they had space. Yes. They couldn't, they couldn't cool the laptop down because the processors were... Uh, abysmally uh, bad for the laptop usage case so they had space because they had uh, had a lot of cooling so they had um, a large volume of space uh, free inside the laptop because the motherboard didn't take as much space so they came up with uh, different things like putting uh, two or three discs that were spinning discs inside they were putting optical discs uh, they were trying different kinds of uh, tuners uh, remote controls uh, speakers um any imaginable idea the only thing that i haven't seen in a laptop is a scanner uh yeah inside the laptop yeah okay i have seen i have seen models that had a small printers mm-hmm. the post printer uh, some of the laptops were yeah. designed as a post printer is a post print with the post printer in mind so that was completely different uh play or uh, idea of uh, idea of what we needed uh, than it was to, than it is today. Yeah. Today you are buying a laptop for a specific case. You are buying a laptop to I don't know work on the road, program on the road, uh, write on the road, uh, specifically just play YouTube videos and so on and so on. Um, I saw the, the I saw um, completely bonkers uh, article today that. Um, said that we are going to see the end of the iPad okay. because the iPads because the iPads are no longer interesting because people can uh, can see the YouTube and uh, consume the um, uh, consume the content on their TVs mm-hmm. and on their mobile phones. Okay. So the idea is that the iPad because it's too big is going to be something that's going to be next to uh, to, to cease to exist. Yes, 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 I know. Uh, and the problem is that, th- yes, but the problem is that uh, people, I have even better, I have an even better thing. This this is the mini. Mm-hmm. Well, I have the in, big in, one in, here. In a, in, a, in, in a tough case. Yeah, I have the big one here as well. Yes, so uh, I don't see I don't see the point of an iPad being something unusable, unusably big. And... Uh, I think that the point is that what the, the point that they are trying to make, but don't, they don't understand that they're trying to make it, is that the usage case scenarios changed because people want to have different devices for different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, back way then, you had a desktop replacement for whatever you needed to do. The desktop replacement was basically uh, universally It's all huge. in one. It was all in one. It was universally huge, completely unusable as a portable device. Uh, you could port it around. Mm-hmm. So we came, uh, we were uh, basically doing the, uh, the luggable thing. Do you remember the luggables? Yes. So the luggable was for all the older all the users. The luggable was the first name for the, the movable machine. So basically the machine that could be moved, that contained the entire PC, mm-hmm. And uh, almost universally, the entire PC was actually in the uh, normal case. So the case was huge, the uh, size of a, not a briefcase, but a, uh, yeah. but of a case, 
I had that. We so, we made that uh, so that we can do testing on CBIT. We had something very similar uh, back way then. Okay, but I'm not talking about, not talking about this. I'm just talking about the actual devices mm -hmm. that had included CRT monitors inside them and so on and yeah, so on. that used to be huge. So that used to be huge. And then uh, people up until mid-2000s uh, were doing the universal laptop. Mm -hmm. So the laptop was quick. If you bought uh, if you bought a um, uh, desktop uh, desktop replacement uh, machine, it would be more costly than the desktop. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be as costly as the laptop is today, mm -hmm. compared to the normal machines. Mm -hmm. And it was able to do everything because what they had to do, they just put everything into it. Mm -hmm. And then we we slowly, slowly, slowly slided into having different machines intended for different things but not a single machine being able to do everything. So people started using machines for the video editing, audio editing, uh, writing, whatever. And then the machines started to uh, profile themselves as being able to do a single thing. Okay, so my problem... And this, this, yeah. this is when your problem started. Mm. Uh, machines become... Uh, became, no, they started losing ports. Yeah, uh, so my, my gripe with uh, the laptop design, and I think I explained this very well in the episode that we did a couple of months ago, isn't necessarily about the, let's say, uh, market specialization exactly in the terms that you are talking about. I completely understand that and agree fully and have no, no problem with that. My problem is actually twofold. First and foremost, whichever way you look at it, whichever laptop you take, it, there is no exception. We went from good to worse. We went from good to bad. No upgradability, no, not enough ports. Uh, you have a whole bunch of laptops on the market without HDMI. What's the point of that? I mean, I remember and still have uh, somewhere, uh, somewhere in my basement or something, I have a... Um, motherboard that used to be able to host a mobile cpu which i got as a present from one of the manufacturers and the present was because they had it as spare for the laptops that used to support cpu upgradability and now yes. i am not going to go as far as to say that this needs to come back i understand why that's not coming back but to have a laptop that doesn't have the capability for you to upgrade memory or ssd or that doesn't have any USB-A ports, or it doesn't have HDMI, that should be denied by law. Okay, we did the, uh, should uh, things be dictated by law in the laptop world? Yeah. But uh, I, I, I'm not going to say that I agree with you. Uh, That's okay. I think that, I think that uh, you are partly right. Uh, but at the same time, I understand what the idea is uh, behind the uh, not being, not having a device that is going to be uh, upgradable. Uh, what I don't understand is that we are putting up because we are we are in the wrong yes. because we are paying for the price. Uh, why we are putting up with the devices that are so expensive and not upgradable? Correct. That's exactly my second gripe. To, uh, right to, now, right now, when we are talking, just so, sorry, let me finish my uh, thought. Mm -hmm. I am looking for my uh, iPad, but uh, no, my for my MacBook, but it's not here. So uh, I wanted to say that uh, uh, right now the motherboard for the Mac Air mm -hmm. is not that bigger than the motherboard that is inside every mobile phone. Mm -hmm. 
there is no reason for the mobile phone or the uh, low-end laptop, because Air is a low-end laptop when it comes to comparing it to any other laptop, okay. for it to cost more than $400 and $500. Okay. I know that we have artificially um, inflated the prices mm -hmm. simply because the Apple wants to have the margin of uh, profitability. But at the same time, why are we paying for the piece of aluminum and then having a small motherboard in it and we are paying uh, through the nose? I know the technology, blah, blah, uh, it takes a lot to develop and so on and so on and so on. But uh, the difference in uh, price is not... Uh, it used to be down to technology. Yeah. Now the difference in price is just based on how many letters do they think that they're going to sell to different people. That's exactly the second part of my problem. So uh, the, the second part of my problem is it is super stupid to have to pay such an enormous amount of money for something like a MacBook Pro. And uh, what you get is actually on the new generation, as we discussed in one of the recent episodes, you get less ports than in the previous generation in terms of Thunderbolts, uh, one less on most of the models. And the reason why, uh, and they kept on technical marketing bullshitting us about, yeah, you don't need as many ports, blah, blah, blah. Yes, we do. A laptop without an uh, HDMI port is not acceptable as an idea. Uh, the fact that we had to fight for that and all of their marketing crap, and that goes along with the marketing crap about, yeah, we don't ship uh, the power adapters for iPhone or whatnot because green something. That's not green something. That's just you wanting to make more money. That's all. And the same story applies to laptops. It's exactly the same story. They just want you to buy Max accessories and Thunderbolt uh, extension hubs and uh, multiple pieces of those, etc. And this is where uh, the story of my use case for laptops comes full circle. I mean, with all of all of the stuff that I just described, I'm still always looking for the perfect, basically, desktop replacement that has all of the features that I need without actually buying a desktop. So I gave up on that and bought myself a desktop, and I'm happy there. But as a result of that, because of the fact that I have those MacBooks and uh, the, this, uh, uh, this Dell and whatnot, I was kind of, exactly as you pointed out, forced to go down the route of buying extra accessories. We will be doing an extra episode about all, all range of stuff related to laptop accessories in the future. But for me, I mean, don't even get me started on counting how much money I've spent on said accessories. It's crazy. It's completely, uh, it's not that it's non-standard that it's an outlier. It's craziness, and I'm aware of that. So that's the reason why you were able, actually, to via some of the talks that we had uh, more than a year ago, kind of like point me in the direction, you know, like, just buy a desktop, man, come on, stop. And you were correct. You're absolutely right. Okay, but we are going to we are going to be uh, talking about desktops the next time. Yeah. Uh, right now we are talking about the laptops. Yeah. Now uh, I don't know how many minutes in. Let's talk about how uh, <laughs> to choose a laptop for. Uh, right now, because what I wanted to make as a point is that back way then choosing a laptop was much simpler. Yeah. You, since you were buying a desktop replacement. Mm -hmm. Uh, your usage case dependent on what you are trying to do on the desktop, mm -hmm. so and the amount of money you were able to pay. Mm -hmm. So uh, and there was a distinct point uh, in which the uh, laptops 
stopped having uh, features. Yep. Uh, but started having just uh, bells and whistles without any additional um, benefit to the user. Yep. So so almost all of the users didn't need the TV tuners. You didn't need a TV tuner on a laptop. Nope. Uh, you didn't need uh, huge speakers on the laptop. You nope. didn't need uh, dual optical drives. You just wanted the laptop that is going to be as quick as your desktop to be able to run whatever you wanted to run. Mm-hmm. Either uh, it could be a game or it could be a uh, it could be a, a, a application, whatever the application was. Uh, you wanted a lot of st- you wanted a lot of storage yes. because the storage was uh, local, and you wanted the laptop to have as much autonomy as possible, but the autonomy was usually uh, somewhere in the four to six hour range, tops. Mm-hmm. Normal autonomy for the laptops back then was uh, two hours or yep. three hours. Yep. And then, as I said, some somewhere in the uh, end of the 2000s, we started getting uh, laptops that were uh, suited for particular uh, kind of work. Mm-hmm. So we got gamer desktops, we got coding desktops, we got Linux desktops, we uh, sorry laptops. Mm-hmm. We got different devices that were intended to just be a particular device for a particular thing. Yeah, I agree. And and this is this is what I want to talk about. Yeah, I want to talk about uh, first how do you uh, because we all want the quickest possible machine for the least amount of money. Yes. But right now, for example, the memory. It used to be uh, that you wanted to have as much memory as possible. Okay. Right now you have Apple Apples that are using uh, 8 gigabytes of RAM uh, in a normal... Yeah, it's a little bit different. Unified yes. RAM, yes, yes, but 8 gigabytes. The problem is that uh, I would call it 95% of the people don't understand the, re- the reasoning behind that, uh, that amount of RAM. Yeah. I have seen countless uh, articles in the last in a couple of weeks uh, that said that why aren't uh, MacBooks um, uh, uh, extendable anymore? Mm-hmm. Why can't you buy additional memory for a MacBook? Yeah, there's in this uh, this sort of architecture that is almost technically impossible. It, it's, it's technically possible, but it requires specific knowledge uh, and the ability of uh, being able to desolder and resolder uh, different chips uh, directly to the CPU. So the architecture itself is so integrated. Dependent it's, on, yeah, it's integrated. It's, integrated. Yeah. It's, it's, it's dependent on having the memory directly on the CPU itself. So it's physically impossible to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I say it's technically possible, yes. If you have a, a person who is able to uh, uh, more or less uh, tinker with the motherboards, and it requires a first probably decades of knowledge of uh, technical expertise, and it requires tens of thousands of euros of uh, equipment to be able to do this. So physically, it's impossible. Yeah. For a normal person, it's impossible. Yeah. SSDs uh, would be something that would be wise by Apple to actually allow to people for expand them, but they've given up on that years ago, so I understand why they are still standing on the end hill and they want to die on it. That's their prerogative. But I would, I would, I would, this, is, this is the thing that, that I, I'm, uh, I have a, pro- a problem with. Okay. Because uh, NV, uh, uh, SSDs, okay, they're not going to support them. Mm-hmm. But NVMEs, why not? Mm-hmm. 
you can have extremely small NVMEs. Uh, the small factor NVMEs can be uh, basically the size of a SD card. Yep. So you can fit those in any laptop case. Especially nowadays when more than half of the laptop case is empty. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Especially now when the the battery itself doesn't need to be that big. Mm -hmm. And since the battery is integrated, what you can also do, you can split the battery into different different parts because they, they are doing it. Yes. So you can find a way to fit a small card somewhere in your laptop. Okay, I actually uh, I don't know if you uh, if you the, are thinking the same thing and if you want to do that, but I'm still going to put this out there. I actually had a very big discussion session with myself uh, about which models I would buy for free distinctive use cases, and I'm really looking uh, uh, forward to the discussion about how do you, uh, what do you think about this? Because I have like a really good recommendation for a general use case laptop, a gaming laptop, and a creator laptop. Okay, so uh, actually uh, the way in which I went about this when I was this, uh, to- uh, kind of like uh, thinking about this topic is I wanted to offer a couple of advices in terms of buying the laptops, uh, and I went with three and then actually expanded it to four. Uh, well, let's say uh, different use cases or something like that. Let's call it that way. Uh, I would say that I have uh, a, a pretty good idea for a budget laptop, then a crazy idea for a general uh, laptop, general use case. Uh, I think I have a pretty good idea for the gaming laptop and a very good idea for the creator laptop. So uh, to uh, your complete non-surprise, I think that in terms of the budget laptop, I think your uh, M1 Air is the thing to buy. Um, okay, depending on what you are defining as a budget laptop, I think because yeah, a lot of a lot of people uh, define a budget laptop is something that is going to be three hundred or four hundred dollars, so they Second are looking hand? for a, either that or they are looking for a extremely plasticky uh, low-end laptop that is not going to satisfy anybody but generally speaking you know your dreams and your uh, requirements and uh, at the end of the day uh, the economic viability of those is always uh, those things are always going to clash and if i was in possession of those i don't know five six hundred dollars whatever the amount of money used m1 air costs now i would definitely go with that but if i didn't and if i was looking for something cheaper i would definitely go second hand i would i would say that you're completely correct because uh what happened is that uh, since people were uh the benchmarks for the m3 came out and they what they're saying is that uh the m3 itself is not that um, performance-wise, it's not that uh, quicker than the M2. Mm-hmm. M2 wasn't that quick uh, compared to uh, M1. Mm-hmm. So, to put it mildly, buying um, a laptop uh, that is going to be faster is okay. Mm-hmm. But right now, uh, from what I see, is that uh, they are saying that M3 is... 50% faster than M1 family. And this is up to 50%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the regular uh, Apple stuff. The regular Apple stuff. The thing is that 
uh, if you are dealing with something that you are you're going to use uh, day to day, mm -hmm. you are not going to notice the 50% uh, better speed. What you're going to notice is you're going to notice the latency and the, the latency uh, gain is not that better. So you are going to be much better off with the M1 for the amount of money you're paying. Yeah, I agree. So, so uh, if you're buying with your brain, and if you're buying a laptop that's going to last you, yes, Apple. Okay. If you want to, if you want a decent laptop uh, in this price range, I would go for the used uh, ThinkPad. Yeah, I agree completely with you. I, I would going to go through, uh, for a used ThinkPad. It is going to cost as half as much, and it's going to uh, this is going to buy you something like uh, I don't know uh, X1 sixth generation uh, Intel CPU. With 16 gigabytes of RAM, which is going, which is going to be more than uh, more than enough for everything that you need to, that you want to do. Yeah, I agree. That's okay. That's so the, the, let's go. Let's go with the next. The, let's say general use case laptop. I have two candidates yes. there, and this one is going to be kind of a spin-off of a previous discussion. I would still say that some of the best general use case laptops, if you don't want to spend a lot of money, are still going to be uh, your. Uh, Lenovo ThinkPads of certain generations, secondhand. And especially if you buy something like a W or a, let's say a P version of that. Yes. For general use case, the, it's very difficult to beat them because they're cheap, they're widely available. Again, spare parts, batteries, connectivity, all of them are really good. And if you need more connectivity, even the, the docking stations are not all that expensive and they can be they can be used to extend the the capabilities of a general use case laptop by a mile we are not talking about gaming laptops so that's that we don't need a gpu or something we just need you know a couple of monitors uh, and they can handle up to six certain models depending on which one you buy and which dock you 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 take and whatnot if however you are in the completely opposite range of the scale and there are people who are thinking in a completely different way they want something very new and really good for a general use case and you want to spend some money. The best laptop that I've used, and I've used this one uh, a month ago or so for a couple of days, is for me the HP Elite Dragonfly G3, which is expensive, but okay. excellent battery. So I managed to do something like 12 hours on it. The tech specs are 14. Superb camera, very light awesome uh, touchpad i was very happy with that uh, and i actually was lucky enough to uh, so a friend gave it to me for a couple of days i was doing something on it installation configuration something uh, i uh, he actually bought the oled version of it which was mm -mm -mm. superb screen everything was uh, excellent the only thing that I really uh, didn't like was the fact that there are some, uh, I've checked in documentation for that laptop, there are some uh, models that only have 512 gigabyte SSD, which for a laptop of that price, which is roughly $2,000 or so, is unacceptable. It should be at least terabyte for that amount of money. So that was my uh, two, let's say, laptops for general uh, use cases, if you don't want to spend money versus if you do. If you want to add something, feel free. Okay, yes, because I think that you are all over the place when it comes to laptops. Uh, you are looking for a laptop that is at the same time light, fast, uh, huge battery, huge battery life, nice screen and so on. Mm -hmm. uh, 
what we are dealing here, I think, is people who usually, when people are asking me something like this, they usually want to see what the uh, compromise is going to look like. Mm -hmm. So where should you not spend money? Mm -hmm. uh, for me, I think that first, the thing that you are not going to notice is the difference between an ultralight or a normal light laptop. Okay. So if you're buying an ultralight, so you are trying to buy a laptop that's going to be uh, somewhere close to a kilo, mm -hmm. so 1.2, 1.3, uh, you are going to be much worse off uh, than if you're just going to say, okay, I don't care that much about the weight. Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to uh, care about the weight, but you are not going to care that much about the weight. Yeah. And then you can, you can buy something like, I would probably go with uh, also with an HP, mm -hmm. But I wouldn't uh, be dealing with an HP uh, from Elite uh, series. Okay. Because uh, the Dragon, Dragon Elite series is something that is extremely expensive. I would probably go with something in the middle of the road. So I would probably go with uh, an HP that is going to be... Um, I'm just looking through, the, through, the, uh, uh, through their uh, different models. I would probably go with something, they're calling them um, 15 somethings. So I would probably go with the 15 uh, FD, uh, 0006. It's an uh, i5 uh, 1335U. It has 16 gigabytes of RAM, 412 uh, gigabytes of SSD, and it's 15.6 uh, inch screen mm -hmm. for 700 euros here in Croatia. Mm -hmm. Uh, this is probably going to be a couple of hundred euros uh, less elsewhere. So this would be a laptop that I would consider general purpose laptop. Okay. I would... Because this one is going to be able to uh, do the YouTube. Mm -hmm. you, can, uh, you can do uh, light text editing. Mm -hmm. You can do uh, browsing. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be more than enough. I have another suggestion. And feel yes. free to shoot me down. Now, now I'm not discussing our local prices. Let's uh, let's uh, take uh, a little bit of a detour and think about U.S. prices for just for a second. Humor me. How would you feel about general use case laptop being MacBook Air, let's say, fifteen? Uh, yes and no. Okay. Uh, the reason why I'm saying yes and no is that uh, general use case sometimes means uh playing okay i'm not i'm not saying that uh, uh i'm not saying playing the things like alan wake 2 mm -hmm. whatever uh i am talking about playing games that are able to be played on an integrated graphics uh, laptop okay and i think that uh unfortunately apple is not the laptop to have yeah. uh, okay to have for that. gaming yeah no go okay so so if you want to have a laptop that's going to be a really general purpose mm -hmm. Uh, I wouldn't go with the uh, with the MacBook. Uh, on the other hand, if you are able to uh, not play, mm -hmm. so if your usage case means that general purpose only means uh, using it uh, for the browsing, word editing, and so on, yes, uh, MacBook is usually the way to go. Yeah. Okay. In terms of gaming, and I tried this one as well, but last year actually. Razer Blade 15 2022 model. It's a fantastic machine. When you are talking about gaming laptops, that usually means you're going to spend some money. Um, 
specifically, I there are I think three different screen models. Um, so the 4K UHD model uh, was the one that I used, which was superb. QHD because of the resolution. I don't like those weird resolutions, so that was terrible for me. And there is a full HD actually version as well, which is I think too low res. So no, not really. Uh, the build quality is second to none. Uh, the, the keyboard was one of the best that I tried in the past couple of years. Uh, there are models with something like, let's say, 3070 Ti, which is more than enough for most of the games. And in terms of the ports and whatnot that you might need, nothing nothing you can add. Uh, and Razors are, have always been known as being, uh, you know, on the more expensive side. But, you know, again, gaming laptop, you're going to be spending money that okay uh i don't have a i don't have a, any idea which gaming laptop to choose uh since i don't have that much experience in gaming laptops okay uh my when i'm thinking about gaming laptops i'm probably thinking about the old omens from the hp oh okay uh and i know that they were great laptops when it came, it came to gaming uh, I know that uh, Dell has uh, some laptops that were in the gaming uh, in the gaming world, but as I said, I'm not that much into gaming, so I don't really know what to uh, what yeah. to recommend there. I, I tried the Lenovo's. I tried one of the Gigabytes recently as well. I played a little bit with one of the Zephyr Zephyrus ones from Asus. Uh, I tried one of the big. Acer's Predator or something like that, and they were uh, basically just a, maybe a couple of uh, maybe up to two hundred dollars difference in price. But Razer was just kicking the crap out of all of them, and yeah, yes, but, it is uh, what it is. But let's not let's not uh, let's not confuse uh, different types of laptops because when uh, when we are dealing with Lenovo's. Uh, I wouldn't call them gaming laptops. No, they do they have. Are they, they really do have some of the gaming laptops, and they're touted as such. Uh, the specifically, let's say, Legion Pro Seven series, something like that. That's what I tried, which is basically uh, what uh, Lenovo's vision of the gaming laptop is. Okay, but uh, most of them are not. Let's now, yeah. let's now talk about workstations. Because you were talking a lot about uh, desktop replacements, mm -hmm. uh, let's talk about workstations. Or let's creator talk laptops, about... something like that. Uh, yes, but actually workstations. So uh, laptops intended for creation not only of uh, audio and video, because people, when they're talking about creators, they're usually talking about video creators. Mm -hmm. And this can be done on general purpose laptops. Okay. Um, a MacBook Air is more than capable of doing the video editing. Yeah. For a regular for a regular thing like like we do, yeah. So let's talk about workstations that are capable of doing more than that. Uh, for example, um, I don't know something like Think, a ZBook. Yeah, ZBook or ThinkPad P P sixteen or ZBook Power P, P, G eight whatever. or something like that. P or P whatever. There is a there is a wide range of uh, P uh, in P series that are specifically intended to be laptops. Uh, meant to do uh, heavy lifting in different applications and doing uh, doing a lot of uh, a lot of stuff. So P one uh, P one right now the largest latest generation P one is Dell Precision uh, Seven Series is excellent CAD laptop. 
Yes, Zbooks are excellent. Yeah, I know Zbooks are excellent because they usually they have a a large amount of memory and they usually have a lot amazingly. They are amazingly suited to extending the memory and extending the discs. I don't know how it is with the Lenovo these days. I know that older versions of P fifty one, P fifty, P fifty two. They used to have a space for uh, at least two discs, mm -hmm. if not three, because they were able to be extended to with additional discs. So uh, these are the things that make a workstation laptop uh, feasible. Yeah, Len because Lenovo has the ThinkPad P16 uh, series for that, for workstation market. It has something like crazy NVIDIA A5500 card in there and you know, 12 gen highest end uh, CPU and s most of the models are terabyte plus SSD and whatnot. They are quite expensive, but they are really good for workstation performance. Uh, what I was looking for, I was looking for the the amount of memory uh, that they're using. So 16 plus, uh, all of them have at least Yes, 16. but they are, uh, if, if you want to pay an uh, exorbitant amount of money, you can buy a ThinkPad X1 Extreme. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be uh, 3080 Ti with 16 gigabytes of RAM, and the laptop itself has uh, 64 gigabytes of the storage, mm -hmm. uh, so memory, right. and one terabyte of storage. So it's a small, uh, uh, a small laptop that is that you can take everywhere. It's under two kilos, and it's capable of doing everything that you uh, throw yeah. at it. But at the same time, it's some, somewhere around 7,000. Seven thousand five hundred euros. <laughs> yeah, the the ThinkPad that I noted that I mentioned, uh, I saw a model that has the top top notch uh, twelve gen CPU, that Nvidia card that I mentioned, sixty four gigs of memory and two terabyte SSD, and in US it was something like forty six, forty five, forty seven hundred dollars, something like that, brand new, of course. So yeah, there there are much more expensive laptops than that and there are cheaper ones but you know if you are doing CAD you need something like that but if you if you are doing any any kind of uh, complicated work but this is this really is a niche market it is absolutely it is a niche market because uh, when it comes to laptops like this I always remind people to remember how much do the licenses cost for the software that you're running yeah so the license for the something that you're going to run, be running here is probably going to be double or triple the amount of money you're going to pay for the laptop. So this is not the, the price of the machine itself doesn't matter. I think you're completely correct. And in that part of the market, I would much rather go with something that's a desktop, but that's a topic for another day. Yes. And you are, uh, you're going to be missing the uh, screen estate. Yeah. You just need you just need the screen. You just need an, an amazing screen because you're going to be staring at it uh, for hours at end. You're going to be needing multiple screens, and you are going to be probably needing some screens that have additional capabilities uh, that we are not mentioning here, mm -hmm. and we are going to mention in the next episodes. For example, HDR. For example, uh, uh, wide gamut uh, coloring, and so on and so on. Yeah, agreed. So these are completely different usage cases. Yeah. I mean, for the creator laptop, that's easy for me. That's that's definitely going to be, a, 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 let's say, M2, M2 Pro MacBook. Yeah. I don't think it has any real competition there. Most people use it not only because it's a fashion statement. I use it as well, and I didn't buy it because it looks cool. It's just something that's really well suited for that type of environment, let's say. 
I'm I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, I'm surprised that I'm with you, but I am. You know the only thing that the only thing that really pisses me off about most of the let's say uh, uh, MacBook options that you can buy uh, is actually related to the camera. How dare they have full HD camera only? A lot of the, uh, a lot of the models, but, I think, they're still standardized on full HD. Uh, but I think is that. Um... The integrated camera in the laptop is this last thing that I'm going to look at. Look at. Yeah, but not, but, but not for content creation, mate. Okay, but uh, are you really going to use the integrated camera for content for, content creation? If you're a content creator, you're going to have online meetings for sure. So yes, you are. Mm, okay, but you are going to buy a ex uh, external camera either way, and. I don't think online meetings uh, have any more uh, need for the uh, for the camera of the, for the higher resolution camera than uh, full HD. But yeah. that's just me. Okay, we are coming up to the end. I just wanted to show you something. When you Yasmin uh, was having some small technical issues today, that's why we had to cut cut the video a little bit at a couple of times. This is what I found in one of my lockers. Ah, okay. That's the white one that I used to use for Quark Express. It still works, uh, but the battery is not all that good, just like you would expect when you're a old laptop. Uh, yeah, but it still works. I actually turned it on, I, I don't know, a month ago or so, and was playing around with it a little bit. So, yeah, Apple used to be able to do really good laptops, and don't get me started on the, on the ports that it has. Okay, you are the ports guy. Um, anyway, what I wanted to say is that um, we are still missing one one uh, category of people. Which ones? And those are the people. Those are the people who required an ultralight. Oh, okay. So, so the usually those are the marketing guys because they like to held meeting held meetings uh, from the cafes, uh, take the business on the road. Uh, do the budgeting and uh, Excel work on the road and so on and so, so everything on. that you do so basically so basically uh, stuff they could do uh, as efficiently as they do it uh, they could do it on uh, iPhone or iPad even even an older Nokia but then then that's me <laughs> so what do you think about ultralights um, so I used to uh, I, I just had really one I had a, a Toshiba, what was it called, the series of those. It wasn't the satellite, it was something else. Toshiba series that was ultralight. Latitude? No. No, that no, no, no. What was the series that they, they used to have for that? I can't remember. I still have one of those somewhere. It was maybe small satellite or something like that. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I bought it probably more than 10 years ago now, and it's still alive. I gave it to my dad because he is the perfect person for that type of market because he needs a very light laptop. But nowadays, uh, and for the next, I don't know how many years, difficult to say, I wouldn't really want to use uh, any kind of ultra book, something very thin, very small. That's just not my use case. And you might be uh, a little bit better suited to that for some of the things that you do. I just don't have the use case for them. Um, if I wanted to, if I wanted to do that, 
I would probably go with the thing with X1. X1, okay. Probably the carbon. Mm -hmm. probably, probably the carbon. Mm -hmm. Because the carbon uh, or the yoga. Yeah. Uh, because they have the um, mix of capabilities that make sense when you're talking about the business laptop. So they're suited for, uh, they're suited uh, when you need to uh, call hold a meeting, you can present from them, you can do light editing, or you can actually do heavy, heavy editing on them. And the only problem is the price. Yep. But second hand, but yet again. Yet second hand is going to be more than enough for you. And this is going to be a decent laptop for a decent laptop for whatever you need to do on the run. Uh, the uh, my other choice would probably be also a uh, MacBook Air, mm -hmm. but I am putting a ThinkPad in front Me simply too. because it runs Windows. Me too, exactly. Because exactly. because Windows is something that we might agree or not agree. Personally, I don't like uh, macOS as, uh, as much. Okay. My primary driver is still Windows, okay. although I'm uh, using Linux. So first Windows, then Linux, then macOS for me when it comes to OS. But I think that the reason why I'm liking the uh, ThinkPad is not because Windows is that good. Mm -hmm. It's simply because of the market share. Mm -hmm. You want to be able to run whatever you throw at the laptop because sometimes you just need a spe specialized viewer for something, you need specialized uh, application to show off something, and then you need a laptop that is able to do the, do the thing. Actually, uh, to your point, for the very same set of reasons that you just mentioned, I bought one of the X1 Carbons six months ago for- Yes, I remember. For, uh, for my partner. She loves it. Yes. Absolutely loves it. She cannot live without it. And it's a touchscreen version as well, so it's even more lovable. Yes, but this is this is the thing that the screen itself is not something to write home about, but it works. Yes, it looks it looks decent. It's not amazing. Mm -hmm. The uh, Apple's usually have the better screen. Yes, but the screen the screen on the X1 is not amazing. It's good. Mm -hmm. uh, the touchscreen uh, functionality is there when you need it, but when you need it, it makes extreme amount of sense. Yes. And uh, the ability to connect directly HDMI to the uh, to the laptop mm -hmm. is the thing that sells it. Yes. And the, the funniest part of the story was the, the price, which was less than 500 euros. <laughs> yes, yes. And this this is the other thing. Yeah. This is the other thing. Because this is uh, the price that you're going to be paying for a dog for an Apple. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah, that's exactly the price point. Uh, that usually causes a lot of uh, concern for a lot of people, which is completely understandable. But more about that in one of the future episodes about laptop. And Gets I'm going to I'm going to just uh, just try to finish my thoughts on uh, with one thing. Mm -hmm. uh, laptops used to be uh, uh, choosing a laptop used to be uh, you trying to understand what you need to do with your laptop. Mm -hmm. Right now, I think that choosing a laptop means that you need to understand uh, what you uh, expect your laptop to do for you. So, if you are looking for a, a device that is going to be a presentation device, it's going to be a different thing than if you are looking for a, a device that's going to be a workhorse for uh, running an AutoCAD or whatever. Uh, it is going to be different if you're expecting to do word editing. Mm -hmm. and you are not going to just look at the thing that you want to work on. 
you are just going to uh, you're also going to look at what do you expect that this is going to do mm -hmm. um, and by this I mean if you're doing doing the uh, presentations a lot sometimes you're going to be better off with using two laptops one to prepare presentations and one to hold the presentation exactly correct so what I would do is in this particular case I would just buy a, a cheaper I wouldn't say cheap but cheaper uh, carbon and use it to hold presentations mm -hmm. and then buy a bigger laptop to be able to edit and do uh, whatever I need to do, do it and probably I'm going to since I'm going to be buying uh, refurbished laptops I will probably be under a thousand dollars for something like this yeah and this is one of those things where it pays to be uh, green it pays to uh, just not waste money on uh, things that you don't need. Agreed. On the other hand, if you are trying to game, if you want to have a workhorse for uh, designing in, in, um, in engineering programs, if you want to have a workhorse for the compiling and so on, yes, a new laptop, yes, an enormous amount of money. But there is a reason for this. Yeah, agreed. The reason is that you need to uh, not waste the time. Yeah, hence the reason why we were so insistent in some of the previous episodes uh, that buying a laptop nowadays, because of the amount of different models, I mean, look at Apple's product page. You're going to get option paralysis squared just looking at it. It has become so difficult. It's too many models, too many use cases, too many whatnot. Uh, every every single manufacturer, I think, could do a better job if they just put their minds into it. That's that's what I would conclude, if that's okay. Yes. Okay. Are we done? I think we are. I think we are. Uh, this was a fun episode for me because uh, I changed the graphic card in my desktop during the episode. Uh, I had two graphic crashes. And we are going to be uh, talking about this in the next episode when we will be dealing with the desktops. Yes. Because this is the stuff that desktops do. They offer you the ability to exchange uh, graphics and exchange all the different parts uh, on the fly. Uh, thankfully, I'm one of those people who have a spare uh, graphic card that is not that new, but also is not that, that uh, old. So I'm able to just change it uh, in, in five minutes and so. And you are worse than I am, just so you know. Uh, yes, I know. Yes, I know. This is it's just it's 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 what I am. That's it. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no apologies for that. Anyways, uh, let's wrap this thing up. Yeah. Uh, thank you for being with us. Uh, please, if you have any finishing words, please do. No, we are done. More than done. We are done more than done. Okay, uh, see you in the next episode. We're going to be talking, hopefully, about the desktops. Mm -hmm. And we are going to be spilling much more vitriol about uh, the state of the desktops today. Correct. Until okay. Until then. I was Yasmin. You're still Yasmin. I'm still veteran. And we bid you adieu. Adieu.